Oh, perfect. Thank you for joining us on our journey of voices. So this is our new mix for facing reality in March. We want to talk to you about courage, confidence, and discovery. So I'll let you hop in. And for those of us that don't know you, who is Sarah Jamer? Sure. So uh, I wear many hats. Um, my day job is a consultant with David Applin Group, which is a recruitment and staffing firm. Um, then I'm also an entrepreneur, so I have my own business with four people that I graduated with. Um, well, I guess three technically. Um, so I have my own business doing web design. Um, then I also do a lot of work within the local music industry as an independent consultant. Um, and I'm a board member with Fusion Halifax. So that's kind of I'll the main that. points. That's a lot of ads. <laughs> yeah. But uh, before you got into all that, we're gonna go back to your childhood. I know we've heard before, but you know, take us back to some of the first memories, maybe in that transition phase, and where you're from, and what it was like growing up. Absolutely. So um, I started, I guess, elementary school in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Um, then we moved to Fall River when I was in grade three. Um, so that was a really big adjustment because I went from a school in Dartmouth that didn't have many extracurricular activities, great school, but there wasn't much going on outside the classroom. Um, so then when I moved to Fall River, it was very like there was everything. There was intramurals and there was, you know, groups that you could join. Um, so I kind of say I peaked before, <laughs> like before the end of elementary because I, I got involved in everything. Um, and then, yeah, continued through junior high. You know, I did cross country running and I was on the volleyball team and I don't know, everything. A little bit of everything. I played a lot of instruments. I played piano and guitar and saxophone and all these different things. Um, so it was definitely pretty involved as a, as a kid growing up. And I know that, you know, all of those transitions, especially going from Dartmouth to, to Fall River, where you're saying you're peaked. I don't think so. I don't agree. Um, but no, so can you talk a little bit more about, you know, the courage that you have to you know, face as you make transitions, whether it's, because I know you hopped around from high school and didn't take the traditional path heading into post-secondary school and things like that. So can you talk to us about the transition and what that was like? Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, after high school, I graduated high school. Um, I was set to go to Dalhousie University and take commerce. Um, and I kind of had a bit of a panic attack almost after graduating high school saying, you know, is this really what I want to do and where do I want to go? Um, so I actually decided to take a year off. Um, I moved to Oxford, Nova Scotia and got away from the city life for a bit. Um, I worked for a year at a hotel um, and that was kind of a big eye-opener for me that I wanted to continue my education. Um, so I actually applied to NSCC uh, and I took the business program there. Um, so that was fantastic. And then I transferred my credits to St. Mary's. Um, not Dal. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of my path in between that. There was, you know, lots of different things. I was exposed to a lot of great people. Um, but I always say that NSCC was really kind of the bulk of my business education. Um, and then when I transferred my credits to St. Mary's, the way that program works is that you have to take a lot of your non-commerce electives once you get to St. Mary's. So to stay involved with the business community and, and not lose that knowledge, um, I just got super involved on campus. So I kind of called this like my networking grounds when I was at SMU um, and really built relationships with a lot of people within the city and St. Mary's and yeah. So, um, in those transition phases, um, 
What was it um, internally, what was it inside you that made you want to try so many things and, you know, really climb, I guess, because that's <laughs> what it seemed like to me. Yeah, um, so a lot of it was family and friends. Um, my dad's side of the family is huge. He has nine siblings, uh, or he's one of nine. Um, and education was always put above anything in that side of the family and my mom's side as well um but my grandparents in new brunswick had the wall of honor in their basement and the only way you got on that wall was if you went to post-secondary education so um you know with nine kids obviously you're not going to pay especially you know this was a little further back my dad's the youngest of the nine um you know that money wasn't there for nine kids to be going to university and paying and paid for so everybody had to figure it out on their own um so everybody kind of took different routes but basically it wasn't an option when i was growing up like i was expected you know that i was going to go to school at some point um and and do those types of things so my parents, you know, it wasn't okay just to sit at home after school and not do anything. Like, you know, we were expected to kind of go out and, and do things, right? Um, which sometimes is obviously, oh, I don't want to go do this. But at the end of the day, I can look back and say, that really made me who I am. And it gave me a lot of experiences and I met some amazing people. Um, but yeah, so I guess family really, and it's totally about who you surround yourself with. So even you know, the reason I'm involved in all these things now is because I have a great group of friends that, you know, we all do the same things. So, you know, you really need that squad or that, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, to kind of push you to go further. And I know I'm not going to let you get away from it because I think the support system, and I know we talk a lot about it on this show, and, and we have talked about it as well, that the importance that the support system has, but you're not giving yourself enough credit, I don't think. And I know that with those high standards, obviously comes a lot of pressure, but also brings with it a lot of drive and determination because you know, you've overcome a lot of obstacles, whether it's you know, academic or outside of those in the, in the personal realm as well. But you know, where, where, how have you found your balance in terms of maybe not feeling like you always had the answers to those things or knew what the next step was, but still found a way to you know, <laughs> muster up enough courage to, to take that next step without knowing what's next? Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's a hard one. I mean, that was my worst. I hated that question at university, right? Like, oh, what are you going to do? I have no idea, right? Um, and I think that so many people don't know, and I think that's totally okay. Like, you don't need to have your whole life mapped out for you, right? Some people do, and that's great. If you're that type of person, that's awesome. Um, but for me, like, at some point, you just have to say, screw it, and do it, right? Um, I one of the people I saw do his talk once um, he said you know if you're not if you're uncomfortable that means you're about to learn something right and that resonated with me because coming to St. Mary's from NSCC I was terrified I was like I'm not ready for university even though I've done two years of post-secondary like I'm not at that level I was really nervous um, and then I got here and I realized I was totally fine and you know the world wasn't going to collapse because I felt uncomfortable um, and I've just kind of always kept that in the back of my head that whenever whenever I'm uncomfortable or I'm scared of doing something that's when I'm going to get the most out of it um, so it's a really hard one I'm still not comfortable with a lot of things this is kind of uncomfortable for me um, but 
that's that's when you just have to keep going. Um, and then it comes back to that support system and having those people, um, and that's what makes the difference, right? If you have those people pushing you and you see them doing great things, then you know you're gonna want to do great things too, or at least try. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Um, do you apply that kind of mindset to your challenges in life or any setbacks that you may encounter? Yeah, I definitely try to. Um, you know, life always has setbacks and I definitely have those days where I just want to stay inside and not talk to anybody and shut down and turn everything off. Um, but I think that's important to do too sometimes um, is to disconnect from everything. Um, especially when you have a lot of things on the go, it can be really overwhelming at times um, and you have to know yourself and know when to take time for you. Um, that's kind of one of my big things this year actually is focusing on me a little bit more. Um, you know, I tend to put a lot of other things first. Um, so yeah, it's about taking time for yourself and I think that's really important as well. So I really want to hone into, you know, for, for that, I. I really see the big theme of discovery, and I know again that's a big thing that you that you talked about in terms of the university age and you know the few years after it as well, and just it's a discovery uh, period to find out who you are, what you're interested in, what you're passionate about. How have you come to terms with that, and even in terms, uh, you know taking time aside for yourself and figuring out those things <laughs> is hard to do in and of itself. So maybe what are some of the things that you have forced yourself to do to be able to do that? Yeah, so, you know, it was funny because I was so excited to graduate university. I couldn't wait to be done school, right? I don't have to write another essay. Um, and then you graduate and then you realize, oh, all those free programs, all those social networks that you belong to, they're there, but you have to distance yourself at some point, right? So um, for me, Fusion was kind of that next step, right? Um, it gave me a peer group that I could get involved with and you know meet people that are going through the same things that I'd be going through. So once again, going back to the surrounding yourself with good people. Um, but other than that, like you're always gonna struggle with finding out who you are. Um, I don't think that I'm not one person. Like I don't fit into one mold. That's why I'm, you know, I have a corporate job. I do the stuff on the side. Um, you know, it's all over the place. So I think that's really important. Well, for me, anyways, um, to always be doing different things. And I think that through exposing yourself to a bunch of different situations, like I never turn anything down, really. But you do have to know how to when to say no. <laughs> that's an important lesson that I've learned. Um, but yeah, like it's just putting yourself in different situations and um, never really shutting a door on anything until you fully understand what's out there, right? So that's always opened up really great opportunities for me. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy to learn though. You know, some people kind of shy away from experiences like that. But yeah. if I were to, if you were to kind of look back on maybe the challenges that are your, your development up until this point, what recommendations would you have for your younger? Youth that are having a hard time, I've met everybody. Um, and everybody's all the same. At the end of the day, like everybody has the same struggles. You just don't see them. So. I mean, this is why you guys are doing this program, right? You're talking to a lot of different people that all have different stories. Um, and yeah, like it's it's really just about meeting different people and getting to know everyone and, you know, having different experiences and just putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. And then from that, you develop. <laughs> so I want to piggyback on, on that kind of notion of developing and and bring that together with how to say no to things because like you said, 
I think it is very important to be able to figure out here's where my limit is and, and finding out where that is. I know I've personally had trouble with that and I'm definitely a big believer in the idea that, you know, dive in and you either sink or swim. And I think mm-hmm. it's not the same for everyone. I don't think everyone should do that. Um, but in terms of how you found your limits or maybe your comfort zone, so to speak, you know, what was your process like for that? I was the I was the sign up for everything and then realize oh I have way too much stuff on my plate that was me um, it still is me to a point because I'll be like oh yeah that's great and I'm kind of like squirrel and I I go all over the place right um, but I wouldn't really change that about myself I would say now um, now that I've graduated university um, and I've had all these learning experiences um, I really look at you know, what's important to me at the end of the day. Um, so what's important to me is doing things, well, you have to put yourself first. That's one that I didn't, it took me a long time to learn. Um, and doing things that I actually enjoy. Like if your heart isn't in it, don't do it. Like if you're just doing it to put it on your resume at the end of the day, like that's absolutely the wrong reason. Um, so now I kind of, that's what I think about. So when people ask me to do things, I think about, okay, so is this going to make me happy at the end of the day? Is this something that's you know, I'm actually going to want to be a part of, and I'm going to talk about it, and I'm going to be excited about it. Because um, if you're just taking stuff on just to do them, it's not going to help you. You're just going to get burned out, and you're going to feel overwhelmed, and it's not going to be a good experience. Um, so that's my biggest thing: is follow what you want to do. Don't just do things because people want you to, or because you think it's the right thing to do. Right? Um, you know, like for me right now. Um, I've always had a creative side, but it's never, it's always kind of been like, oh, you can't make money doing that, or you can't do that, or you know what I mean? Like all those negative things come out. Um, and I think that at the end of the day, you have to do what makes you happy. And that's first, second, last, it's everything that you need to do. Um, it's really difficult sometimes, and you'll run into roadblocks, but you know, if at the end of the day, you're passionate about what you're doing, you're going to be happy. I was just gonna ask what that, sorry, what that feels like, kind of coming into your own, because I know you do wear a lot of different hats and you have a lot of different interests, a lot of different skills. Yeah. Right. But kind of coming into your own and doing something that you know you love doing to be able to just, show, like, throw all your creative expression into it, like what that feels like. And it just feels like things are just happening at a fast rate. Good things keep happening. Yeah. Um. It feels really great. Um. That's really all I can say is that it's empowering. Um, you know, especially since I graduated from St. Mary's, um, a lot of doors have opened. A lot of people that I met four years ago at NSCC, they're coming back to me now and they're saying, hey, will you do this? Um, it feels really good and it doesn't feel like work. Um, I think that's my biggest thing that I'm learning right now is that, uh, you know, if you're doing something that you're not super happy with you're going to be drained all the time you're not going to be excited about it um but the things that you are happy doing it doesn't feel like work so you'll stay up till 4 a.m to get it done because it doesn't matter and it's just you know that you're doing something great and you feel that way um so yeah that's <laughs> that's kind of where i go with that that's good that's all i want to hear it's huge so i know you had a powerful recommendation for a previous so if you could boil the message down from your story to give to everyone listening today, what would that be? Um, follow your heart, honestly. Um, I know that sounds really cliche and everybody's going to be like, 
oh, come on, <laughs> we hear that. Um, but it's really true. Um, you know, if you want to be a musician, go be a musician because that's what you're going to be happy doing and you have one life to live um, and you need to do what's right for you. Um, so, you know, if you think, like people always ask me, like if I go back and talk at NSCC, for example, they invite me back to talk to students and, you know, all the students are like, well, should I do the two plus two program? Like, do I need to go to university? Um, and, you know, obviously some careers you do need to continue your education and you need that bachelor's degree and you need those different things. But if you want to run your own business and that's really what you want to do, do it. Like, don't stress out about having to follow certain steps. Um, that would be my biggest thing is that do what you want to do because you'll be so much more motivated to make it happen and you'll find ways to make it happen. Um, and yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, that's really it is that you really do have to follow your heart and, um, and just focus on, on what you want to do and it will all work out in the end. There'll be rough times and good times and everything in between. But um, yeah, I think that if you do that, then you're on the right path. To give people another perspective, especially when they're pursuing their passions, figuring out what their process looks like because everyone's process is different and it's specific yeah. to them. Um, so, you know, in terms of routine building, kind of starting that fire or building that momentum <clears throat> towards your goal, mm -hmm. what does your morning routine look like? Set yourself up. <laughs> self up you know, I'm not a morning set. person, so it looks like a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I don't. I'm not a person that really has a set routine, to be honest. Um, I, you know, I wake up, I go to work, and then from after work until I go to bed, which is, I was really excited to be in bed before midnight the other night. Um, <laughs> it's really just trying to fit everything in. Um, I would say that's also something that I'm working on a little bit more this year, especially with having, you know, a nine to five job, and then the things on the side is that it's hard to manage your times and still spend time on yourself. Um, so I'm definitely not one of these people that had like a set morning routine. That's not what I'm like. Um, but you know, I do kind of schedule things out. Everything goes into my phone. Um, and that's really how I look at things. I try to block off like one day a week or at least one night a week where I don't touch anything except for do something that I like to do, whether it's, you know, hang out with family and friends or go to a yoga class or whatever it might be. Um, so I think that I can, for me anyways, it's flexible. I'm always kind of all over the place with the schedule, but I do try and make sure that I have at least an hour for myself a day somewhere in that crazy mess. Um, and that's what keeps me level and sane. But uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, so zooming out, we were yeah. just talking about you know being in the mess and then running from thing to thing, and I can appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Big picture, where are you in five years or what are you doing? Good question. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what that looks like yet. Um, you know, ideally, I'd probably like to be running my own business, um, doing my own thing. Um, I love helping out other entrepreneurs. Um, I like finding my entrepreneurial spirit. I've, I've never been somebody that's been, okay, this is the business I want to open or this is what I want to do. So I'm definitely still finding that. Um, and I find that each experience that I take, brings me a little closer to that and I find something that excites me. Um, so hopefully in another five years I'll have that all figured out, but uh, who knows. Um, and right now it's just really day by day and taking in everything that I can. That's all you can do. Thank That's all you can do. <laughs> Thanks so much. So before we let you leave, 
We gotta give you the official sign off. So get you to look into the camera. Say, you know, see your name. So I'm I'm Sarah Jammer and this is my voice. Yeah. Um, we'll let you get three takes. Okay. So however you, however you feel it, throw it out. I'm Sarah Jamer and this is my voice.